0: You know, so enter this whole bucket list concept and it's about helping people kind of be happier now because a lot of us live in this world of delayed gratification. I'll be happy when syndrome. All you know, right. Um, waiting for someday or the perfect time to come around. And you know, as we know, there is no perfect time, and someday is not a day of the week.
1: Staying motivated takes work. If you don't work on your motivation, you become unmotivated. Join Umar Jang as he shares inspirational stories and tips to get you motivated to do whatever you need to do. This is the Motivational Voice Podcast.
2: Hey everyone, welcome to the Motivational Voice Podcast. This is session number 35. I hope you've been all right and that you are well and healthy. Do you have a bucket list? If so, do you think you will get through your entire bucket list in the next five years? How about the next 10 years? If you believe that you will get through your entire bucket list, that's awesome. Most people plan to live life, travel and see the world and do everything they've dreamed of doing when they were younger. But a lot of us plan to do that after we retire and therein lies the problem. My guest, Travis Bell, who is also known as the bucket list guy, has a refreshing view on setting life goals and having a bucket list and my interview with him may completely shift the way you see your life and how you prioritize the most important things in your life. Travis is a speaker and a coach and he helps people live their lives before it's too late. My interview with him picks up right after I asked him a simple question. How did you come to be known as the bucket list guy? Let's listen.
0: But I had a bit of a breakdown before breakthrough moment, you know, business, life, certain people, you know, came into my life, became a little bit toxic. And at the end of the day, I slipped into, um, albeit mild depression. And it was in that moment where I found myself going to, you know, personal development, you know, events, um, you know, reading all the books about positive psychology, learning all about life coaching um akagi principle law of attraction you know you put it on an event back then i would have done it and run to the back of the room and upgraded <laughs> so i yeah. i did all of that stuff and now uh, it was actually a friend of mine that said sort of at the end of about a year year and a half and i dealt with a lot of stuff because i and i did that because i didn't want to go on to like heavy sort of antidepressants you know i wanted to get to the because that's a bit of a band-aid if you know what I mean. And I wanted to sort of get to the root cause of what I was going through. So that's why I found myself in personal development. And someone said at the end of about a year of it, hey, Trev, why don't you teach this stuff? And I went, ping, light bulb moment. Um, and that helped me sort of compartmentalise why I was going through what I was going through and what I was learning. So I put on a talk, invited about 40 people to come along. I I had to pay them to come along. It was a crap talk compared to what I do now, <laughs> but um about halfway through, I started sharing my list to do before I die. I'd always had one written down since I was eighteen, and it really inspired the group when I started sharing some of these stories. And then some, uh, Joe, one of the participants at the time, at, right at the end, said, um, "How's all this list to do before you die stuff? It's really inspired the group. Uh, it's like a bucket list. You're you're like the bucket list guy." Mm. And I went. Another light bulb moment, went home and registered to bucketlessguy.com, and that was 10 years ago. I've been doing that ever since.
2: It's strange how sometimes just one moment in time, something someone says at the right time just sparks something.
0: Yeah, but we've got to go, we've got to go out on a limb to, to hopefully have these realisations, though, don't we? And for me, the speaking side of things was the big domino on reflection. It wasn't at the time, but it was the big domino that I had to push over in my life that affected a lot of other areas of my life. It had a a massive ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And I I could still help people. Right. So I got out of the personal training, sold off those businesses, get, got rid of them down, you know, and, and right at the time, Tim Ferriss came out with his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, which totally ruined my life because <laughs> he was running it, you know, like into the world, into the world of, uh, you know, online businesses. And I thought, oh, you know. That would be a dream of mine to be able to make money online and be wherever I was in the world because freedom, and I'm sure you, you know, you get it and and your listeners and watchers get this freedom is one of the, you know, it's a pretty high value for a lot of people. It's right up there. And I thought, I'd love to be able to run a business from a hammock (laughs) somewhere in the world. (laughs) That's what the pictures say. Um, compared to what I was going through at the time. And, uh, you know, I made the transition to running an online business before it was COVID cool. Mm. And um, and and being the bucket list guy was just a values match as well. It just felt right. And, you know, we shouldn't really sit around and kind of um and ah, uh, is this right, is it right? I just went, yep, yeah, that feels right. I jumped on it and it's felt right ever since. And so I've gone out of, you know, from personal training to now personal development. Um, helping, still helping people just in a different way and and helping them in more areas of their life, which is what I love to do.
2: Mm. Was there something that, that happened in your life that caused you to decide to make this list or was it just something that you, you did on a whim? You know what?
0: It's a good question. I, I, I kind of read about it. I think on reflection, I get asked that a lot. I don't know where I picked it up. I just... Mm. But, you know, this list to do before you die, I, I, just, I just wrote it down and I, and I, I realised that when I ran my first seminar, I surveyed the people in the room and said, who else has got one of these lists to do before you die actually written down? Everyone was like, no, nah. I was the only freak in the room. I'm like, well, why, why do you, and we just had an open discussion, why do you get out of bed in the morning? You know, why, why, why do you want to grow your business? I had a bunch of entrepreneurs. Why do you want to grow your business? Why do you? What What inspires you? What 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 have you got to look forward to? And quite often you get the response back as oh, I want to pay off the house, put the kids through school, and do a bit of travel when I'm older. Yeah, yeah, and poss- possibly sicker. And I'm like, is that it, dude? We've got to be a bit more expansive than this. And you know, so enter this whole bucket list concept, and it's about helping people kind of be happier now because a lot of us live in this world of delayed gratification. I'll be happy when syndrome, you know, right. Um, waiting for some day or the perfect time to come around. And, you know, as we know, there is no perfect time and some day is not a day of the week. So um, and I've been going through that depression myself, albeit very mild compared to what I've heard since, um. The, the the statistics around depression, anxiety, suicide, youth suicide, the overprescription of antidepressants. We've even got this thing called the loneliness epidemic now, which is the adverse effect of social media and 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 plus you know, disengagement at work is at an all-time high as well. So something's broken. And I wanted to provide a person, that's why I've gone down this rabbit hole. Is to provide people um, another perspective, because there's a lot of people who go through their life sacrificing their happiness to just enjoy later, and our whole financial system is built like that. You go to any accountant, any financial plan, it's all about you know you'll get you'll you'll find happiness in retirement. It's like, dude, that's if I get there. Yeah, you know. So I want to, I want ha- people be happier now, for the sake of their kids. You know, for this for the sake of their 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 life, like right now, you know, have more meaning, more purpose, more fulfillment in their life now. So I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan, and not be the other way around. So this whole this whole list to do before you die has now obviously morphed into, you know, a bucket list. But I think I picked it up from a Tony Robbins book or something like that early on. It was one of those books that I read really, really early on. And I just wrote it and it just kind of made sense to me. So wherever I went in my university days and, you know, I had my little blue folder and I'd cross stuff off and check, you know, and add stuff to it. And now that's become my vocation, which is super weird.
2: Yeah, I think I, I run across a quote, and I'm paraphrasing here, that says something like, live today as if it was your last, last day on earth. And I am thinking about that because some 15, maybe it was 15, 18 years ago, I was working at, at a place where this guy has been working there for 27 years or something like that. He was 53, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. uh, one day he he left work early because and he never never leaves work early. He had a migraine. But mm. the next thing you know, we heard that he was in the hospital and he had a brain tumor. A week later, he yeah. died. So, there's too many examples like that,
0: isn't there?
1: Yeah,
2: and that just kind of put things in perspective. Not to mention, I've I've yeah, I grew up in Africa, I lived there, and I've had too many close calls oh. to count. But oh, yeah. It uh, it puts things in perspective, and and I know there are probably a lot of people who say, yeah, maybe you're right. We need to live our lives now there's no guarantee that when you retire, you, you'll actually make it to 65 or even 70 or whatever. And no. uh, what would you say to someone who is thinking about maybe, yeah, this is a good point. I need to live my life and, and, and fulfill my, my bucket list. What can they yeah. do to start Look, really going through that bucket list?
0: Yeah. You've got to be, you know, we have got to put it in perspective as well. I'm not, I'm not, um, proposing that we do in a, in a hedonistic kind of way, too. And what, I, what I mean by that is, you know, live every day as if it's your last. You know, go hire a Lamborghini, go straight to Vegas, <laughs> go, get, gamble all your money away, go to the striples, strippers or not. That's not what I'm, no, don't do that. So that'll probably get locked, you locked up for the rest of your life. But, but, but I, I encourage people to take time out of their life to work on their life and do it today and do it now. If you're listening or watching this podcast right now, do it today for the sake of yourself, your family and everyone else around you. So you've got to take the opportunity to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can go and help others. Quite often I hear people say around me, thank you for giving me permission to dream again. People are dying at 40 and being buried at 80 we know people like this and it's not until we get given a use by date you know the form of a diagnosis or some or, or something traumatic or dramatic happens to us or a loved one that we suddenly then get shocked into action yeah all right and and, and so the the point i'm trying to make is is remember these i mean it, it's crazy to remember these things called pa- pen and paper I've got a pen down around here somewhere. But remember these things called pen and paper, mate? Yeah. Uh, it's very analogue. I know it's old school, but it's a pen. Now, for those millennials, I know you've got a lot of millennials and Zeds and Biogens and all that following you, but we've got this thing. We used to have this thing called pen and paper, right? If you actually put pen on paper, it draws and you can write.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, sarcasm over. The point being that if you... See, a lot of people don't even write down their goals. They're down their bucket lists. Yeah. You've got a 42% more likelihood of them actually manifesting, of them actually coming to fruition if you actually just write it down. Mm. Okay. So 42%, you're nearly halfway there just by writing stuff down. And right now at the start of 2021, um, during this time of, of COVID and lockdowns and everything like that, give yourself time to really think deep about what you truly truly want to check off your bucket list before your time is up you now of course i'm going to but i'm going to promote the people you know buy buy a copy of my book and that that goes through a 12 step 12step 12 framework to uh, how to create a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list of course or watch my ted talk it'll give you a little bit of a you know, tip of the iceberg on that, which is called "Life's Too Short" by me, Trav Bell. It's a, a TED talk that I did a few years ago, and introduces the concept of the My Bucket List Blueprint. That's a twelve-letter acronym for how to, you know, really help people go north, south, east, west in their own head and extract and articulate this personally meaningful and holistic list. Right, but because a lot of people think bucket list, oh yeah, travel. Oh, we can't do a lot of that right now. I can't even leave my hometown without putting a mask on, let alone going over the border, let alone getting on a plane and coming to Australia. All right. So, so, what else can I do? Well, that's why that's why you need to explore this, and you need to put pen to paper. Research suggests that if you actually put pen to paper, um, it's more of a conscious. There's more consciousness, or. or um, it's better for you in terms of goal achieving if you put pen to paper versus even typing it into your phone or an app. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But do it, but do it and do it today. And hey, do it with your kids, do it with your partner, do it with your whole family. Maybe do it with your work colleagues. But at the end of the day, give yourself permission to do it. And see, Omar too, that what's easy to do is easy also not to do.
2: Is this a matter of writing down, as a baseline, writing down some of the things that you want to do or could it also be goals, things you want to achieve in life? Well, a bucket list, there's two
0: types of goals, right? There's what they call an achievement goal and also a habit goal. An achievement goal is a bucket list item. It's something that you can get to the end of and it has an end point. So if you want to climb Mount Everest, which I don't, (laughs) <laughs> you want to climb Mount Everest, well, there's a that's an achievement goal. But a habit goal is drinking four litres of water per day. You know, that's more of a habit sort of a street goal. Exercising every day is also a habit goal. Mm. But doing a marathon is an achievement goal. So you might do some habit goal on the journey towards an achievement goal. But it's not just about writing a bucket list. It's not just about writing a you know a list of cool things you want to do before you die. It's really what people have got to get excited about. I think is how you'll end up reverse engineering every aspect of your life in order to make this stuff come to fruition. It's really about the growth of you on the journey towards these self-imposed destinations. But more importantly, for everyone watching and listening. Omar, it's about the person that exists on the other side of your bucket list, the person you do not know yet. And that dude is called your potential. Right. Yeah. And a lot, you know, that it, a lot of people give up. They get to midlife and they go, you know what? I've got the mortgage. I've got the family. I've got the, I've got what I supposedly the American dream or the Australian dream or whoever's dream which for a lot is a nightmare especially right now um is this it so if that's what we're sold if that's our our goals for most people then why are the depression statistics why are all these mental health statistics going through the roof something's broken so i want people to you know listening to you connected to you to get excited about the bigger version of themselves that exists on the other side of your bucket list that's what you're going to, you know, that's what I want pe- people to get curious about and excited about. And mate, I built this to help me out of depression and it works.
1: So it's about really living out your life on purpose. So taking on your terms, all, right. And being the driver of your life.
0: So choosing yeah. happiness, choosing happiness, mate, you know, that's what it's about. Choosing the things that light you up. And it's not, Some of the things that people want to do in their life are freaking weird, dude. Like it's cool. It's 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 like once you pop, you can't stop. It's it's when people start getting it. I get sent part of the book. Right at the back of the book is that I've got a little link there. That if you if you you go through the book, you write out your bucket list. I want you to abuse this book. I want you to write in it, make notes, all sorts of stuff. Then take a photo of it and then send it to the link at the back of the book and send me your bucket list. So I've been receiving these, and I just released this two weeks before Christmas. I've been receiving these and some seriously random, exciting, inspiring, r- weird things that people want to do. And always at the bottom of the email or the, the the notes that get sent to me is, I don't even know where this came from. <laughs> That was it was buried down deep in me, and I've got no idea where this came from. Um. Uh, yep, I don't. I'm like, just be honest. Be honest with yourself. Tap into your true, your know, your your true potential. Tap into you know. Tap into who you are. Forget the the boundaries that you know. Only worry about the what and the why. The what it is and why you want to do it. Don't worry about the how. A lot of people don't write goals, let alone bucket list items, because they overthink the how. What we've got to do is write this stuff down, which essentially helps us type into Google to start sorting the information to make the how come to fruition. The path, the path will start to appear. If the why is strong enough, the how will work itself out.
1: In your tech talk, there was a slide that you shared where you you basically represented a human life in the span of 80, 80 square boxes where you represented mm. that that represents a human life. You basically
0: I get you, doesn't you, it?
1: There it right, is. Yeah, yeah, That that's that's really shocking. It's a square, basically a rectangle with squares in it, and each square represents a year of your life. And if you cross off the number of years you've already lived. I think what was shocking for me was, well, how much more do you have left to live? Is it 80, is it 40 more, 30 more, 10 more?
0: It scares people.
1: Yeah, that that scares people because you're like, okay, if I'm supposed to live on the lucky side up to 80 years, let's say, and I'm 45 or you know, 35, whatever, that means I've used the path, more than half of my life boxes. And yeah that's scary in a way because it puts us in touch with our uh, to realize our mortality and that maybe mm. we don't have as much time to do what we want to do or what we aim to do in life. So yeah. how how did you how did that come about that representation?
0: <laughs> because I did the maths on my own life and I went oh, I got a lot got a lot of stuff I want to do and and uh, I haven't got a lot of time. Um, as a speaker so I'm not a mo I get I get hired as a motivational speaker you know all around the world I've been doing that but I don't motivate people um it's, it's it's just being real with people look here's the stats here's the real stats. 80 is about how long on average we live. Where are you now? I'm forty half of, half, half of your life is gone okay let's be real here and number one I ask three questions. When I present that 80 grid. And people are crossing off, you know, crossing off the the squares. And then they you know, when I when I do this to an older audience, they're crossing off more. <laughs> and people are starting to like their shoulders are starting to drop and they're starting to go, you know, look for the alcohol. So <laughs> like I need to drown this out. Um, I know, no joke, right? I did a we call it well, it was a retirement conference. Right, there's about 300 people in the room. It was a retirement Everyone in the audience was old, and I did this exercise. And I think the average squares left was about ten. Ten squares left, wow. and I'm like, "Oh, this is awkward." Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, then, and then a guy down in the front row said to me, "I'm pretty fit," and just added a row to it. You know, go, oh, to live to a 90. I'm saying, oh, you'll all look amazing. I want you to get your pens out now, guys, and add a row, because you all look fantastic. And everyone's going, oh yeah, well, we're above average. I'm in my back of my mind, I'm going, you're all screwed. Um <laughs> the, the, the point being, as a speaker, you've got to get people to get it, you have got to get people's attention. Otherwise they won't they won't pay attention to what you're, you know, for the rest of you know, for, for what you're talking about. You know that's that's deliberate because it shocks people into going, all right, now you've got my attention. now I'm going to listen. It's not just for shock value, it's real too. I'm not one to, I'm not backwards in coming forwards. So I'll tell you exactly what I think. I'm very blunt. um just ask my family. <laughs> I'm very blunt with with what I do and who I am and all that sort of thing. but i I'm realistic too. In this, I ask people when they've done their 80 squares, as the questions are here in the book, number one, I ask people, all right, do you know someone who's been diagnosed or died from cancer? In that TED Talk, there was 2,000 people in front of me. Every hand is up in the air. Now, that's a scary sight to see from the stage. Question number two, I say, how many people do you know have been diagnosed or died from cancer? Show of fingers. And so you've got tens, you've got twos, you've got ones, you've got fives, sevens, everything in between. Now, that's an even scarier sight when you're looking at, at over 2,000 people. And then I say probably the, the biggest you know, mic drop kind of question is how many of those people that you know on your fingers, how many of them made their 80 squares?
2: Yeah, not many. So,
0: So... Why are you waiting to live your bucket list? Yeah. Why are you waiting? Like, like your your excuses? I'm not hearing them. Sorry, it's your life. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that everyone should go out, live their bucket list, and do this and do all the crazy. No, it's your yeah. life. So I, 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 it's up to you. I'm just giving you a whole other perspective to look at your life through because I know a lot of a lot of the people that I speak to probably not around you, but a lot of these people are living by default rather than by design. They're existing, not living. They're sheep. yeah, And they're on a the treadmill. They're
2: groundhog day in it. To play the devil's advocate here, if there's a listener that's saying, well, yeah, that would be nice to do, but I have responsibilities. I have this, I have that. What would you say to someone like that who maybe they really mean to try, but they're not quite sure that they can do it? Um,
0: when the why is strong enough to how will work itself out, you know, a lot of people won't, okay, so a lot of people don't even write down their goals with lone bucket list items through fear of failure and through fear of success. Mm. Same psychological makeup. A lot of people don't write their goals down because they don't want to disappoint themselves. And they have disappointed themselves in the past, right? So if I write this down, I'm kind of committing to myself, let alone other people, And I won't write it down because, you know, what happened last year or last time or whenever. So there's a bit of that. But also if people want to keep using excusitis and they keep on blaming the government, blame your President Trump or whoever. (laughs) Can't can't do one podcast in America without mentioning his name. Um, Look, that's cool. But, you know, like you're a total victim. Mate, and so victims play below the line, you know, that they use excuses, they blame everyone else for their lot in life and they're they even in denial of the problem in the first place. But people who play above the line are victors and they take full 100% um, ownership over their lot in life and over every decision. They choose what they want. They choose happiness, you know, and that's what a bucket list is really all about. You know, they take responsibility over their life. They're accountable to themselves. I think that's more freeing. Yeah. So you're from Senegal.
2: Yeah, originally from Senegal.
0: Yeah. So there's been a few problems over there over the
1: years.
2: Yeah. with uh... And it's like, so what's, so, so
0: again, people listening, what's your excuse? you know is it really you know is it really an excuse or a self-imposed one so yeah we've got to hang around more positive people more optimistic people um and if people want to look i'm talking to my dad here who will um use you know blame kind of blame everyone else for their you know for, for what's going on you know And go figure, you know, if you if you turn on the news, you start the day with news and finish the day with news, most of it's bad, most of it's really bad at the moment. It's like, no wonder I'm freaking depressed. Yeah. So control your inputs, control the people around you, control things like news. Um, read, get around more positive people. And it's amazing how much of these excuses and blames and that sort of thing will slowly fade in the background.
2: Yeah, I think that's you said a couple of things that I think are really important to highlight, which is be around people who are more positive. So if you are with a group of people that just think a certain way, and way back I did a podcast episode about about this, about groupthink, which is whatever that group thinks, is going to drag you and force you to have that same thought. If you it's like if you go to a seminar and watch a very motivational person and you're around people who are happy and who have these amazing goals, all of a sudden you feel like you're at another a level. And that's to mm. your point, that has to do with who you associate yourself with.
1: Mm. And I think mm. that's
2: that's an important piece to 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 mention.
0: Yeah. I- and 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 you know it's not just it's not just you know it, it's controlling like controlling your inputs is really important you know we're getting distracted every moment of the day we get notifications on our phone every single day, um, and we live in a we live in a world most people live in a world of they're, they're at the mercy of other people's agenda. Yeah. But if you're really clear on your goals and your bucket list items, for instance. And that's what you're busy on. You haven't got much time for anything else.
2: Yeah, good point. You
0: know, And your time is not a charity. And the thing is, if you want something bad enough, you'll find a way of making it work, right? You'll find a way. People need to trust that. It's not a matter of resources. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of resourcefulness.
2: Yeah, and True? That's, yeah, that's absolutely important to have those goals, but also to take the action. It's. A, I have a system where I reward myself after mm. I do what I'm supposed to do. So for example, my wife likes to watch these TV shows. I like TV too, but I have a rule that for that day, for me to watch any TV, I have to get a certain thing done before I can actually reward myself with TV. And you, you're right, there's a good point, you know, just shutting out mm. bad news and, and yeah, your mind is is like a, a garden, right? So whatever you add yeah. into that garden is what's gonna end up in the
0: fertilize it with some good stuff you know, you're right you know like if anyone's watching or listening to this right now i want you to unsubscribe from basically everything unsubscribe actually unsubscribe from everything right now and then unfollow everyone that doesn't add value and then resubscribe to role models to inspirational uh to to people who are um you could really learn from in a particular area in your life so if you want to get healthier well then unsubscribe from everything else and for the next 90 days you only subscribe to four people who are the role models for that area of in your life and just do every read their read their stuff go to their seminars Get around them, follow them on social media, understand their psychology, and just do that. And that's full immersion. Yeah, and inadvertently you're shutting out everything else. You're not being distracted from your goals, and you're getting the right. You know, these people might be dead or alive. They might be accessible or non-successful. Uh, you know, accessible. The point is um, that you can that you can really start to hone your attention, and attention is our number one our most valuable commodity right now. But who are you paying attention to? What are you paying attention to on a day-to-day basis? And no wonder you're not achieving what you want to achieve because your attention is everywhere. It's not, It's not. you know, you haven't got any blinkers on.
2: Right. I know we're running short on time, so I wanted to ask you this one question. What motivates you?
0: Um, I don't use the word motivation, to be honest, that much. Because you know the old saying: if you're an idiot, and you, well, if you you know, you, there's a lot of idiots in our life, and if you motivate an idiot, you've got to motivate it. If you motivate an idiot, you've got an even more motivated idiot. <laughs> so, inspired is probably is probably a, a word that I choose. But um, look, either or. Um, my bucket list is a compass. For me, I recalibrate on it every, certainly every year, and it's becomes my it's become my life's work. Obviously, um, but helping helping people and and helping people change, well, helping them change a perspective if they want to change. I'm not sort of certainly not forcing this on anyone. If people want to change, then then that's great. If they don't, then that's that's their prerogative. You know, the last thing that a coach should do, albeit a speaker should do, is presuppose that my model of the world is what everyone should be doing. If someone's saying you should, you must, you need to, or you have to, that's a program and a language of comparison. And that's, um, you know, for people to take on uh, what I'm talking about They've got to, you know, realize there's a gap that, that that they want to close. They've got to raise the white flag and get help, you know, and psychology suggests that if you raise your white flag, you ask for help, you buy the book, you go to the seminar, you get a coach, you're turning on this podcast, then there's some admittance there in that moment of where you need help and you're not probably the best person to take you on that journey you need some extra support but you've also told yourself that yeah I want to change where I am now to where I want to be and I need resources to help me do that if you've done that and if you've booked in the appointment if you've bought the thing whatever then you they they say that you it's 50% of your problems already solved yeah. So me saying you must, you you need to live, live your live life like this. You must do this. You should. You you're just going to go. No, mate. You don't know my situation. I'm not ready yet. Unfortunately, I've got to. You know, that person has got to go through a little bit of pain first to realise. Yep. I need some extra help on this journey.
2: Yeah, it's like you can you can give people the information you think they need or the, the advice. When people don't follow it, it's because they're just not ready yet. They're not at that step. Exactly. They have to jump through the hoops to get to that point where the pain is enough or the need for them yeah. to take action and, and change their lives. That's,
0: yeah, yeah. And that, the only reason I do that 80 squares thing is to maybe highlight that need a little bit sooner rather than later. So rather than them wait another 10 years, I put this grid in front of them they go, oh, oh, that's enough pain. Yeah, I'll listen to this guy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think we um, take action sadly. Unfortunately, we only take action when we feel pain or when when there's pleasure related to it or pain, which is... It's only
0: pain that makes us move, initially makes us move. Unfortunately, that's how human beings are. But what we've got to quickly do is not be motivated or inspired through pain. We've got to quickly flip that on to pleasure. Mm-hmm. For example, sure, you wanted to lose weight, tone up because you were lonely and you haven't been laid for a number of years. That's why you're doing personal fitness training right now and why you've hired a personal trainer. But what we've got to quickly do is not remind them of that pain going forward because the pain the pain motivator, it's called away from motivation, will only last for so long. What we've got to create is some toward motivation and that is pegging a goal out there in the future such as a marathon or a 10k run or whatever it might be to go towards to have an inspirational endpoint to to focus on rather than just the pain so that's how you flip the motivation psychology
2: yeah we talked a little bit about your book can you talk a little more about your book Uh, what's what's the title of the book and where can people find oh
0: there it is Yeah, so if you're looking at the screen, it's called the My Bucket List Blueprint. And this was a huge bucket list item. (laughs) It's taken me like 10 years to to write the thing. It's only this thick. Um, But you should, like, what I want you to do is get out this pen and paper and there's so much space in it that you can just write, abuse it, write notes, dog ear the thing. Go through it. You'll go through the My Bucket List Blueprint, which is what I talked about in the TED Talk. And that'll help you... Really unearth, unpack, uh, and articulate a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list. All right? It's not what you think, mm-hmm. you know. And the stuff that will come out, you just let it flow. Write it down. There's space in here. When you've done it, take a photo of it, email it to me, or send it over uh, through the link. And um, and that's my way of helping each person, you know, be accountable to their lists. Mm-hmm. So. I want people to do that. But it's it's really like we've gone to Amazon Bestseller in the first week of launching, which was really cool. Um, but, yeah, it's called the My Bucket List Blueprint. So people can grab a copy there, and I can sign a copy too at uh, thebucketlistguide.com forward slash book.
2: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I'll make sure to add it to the show notes. Any final words of wisdom before we wrap up?
0: No, Amara, I think, um, you know, Use this time in lockdowns to recalibrate. You know, that's that's my recommendation. Grab the book. Take some time out of your life to work on your life. Go deep. And uh, and start with the low-hanging fruit. Start with the easy ones. This is about, you know, about choosing life, choosing, choosing what lights you up. Um, and uh, it'll have a dramatic effect on every area of your
2: life going awesome. forward. Yeah, I'll I'll certainly check it out myself. I'm curious about the book itself. And uh, yeah, I see all you're doing and I really applaud you for doing all that and inspiring people. And of course, I I thank you for coming coming on the podcast.
0: Um, uh, My absolute pleasure, mate. Cheers.
2: That was my interview with Trav Bell. This discussion certainly had me thinking about my own bucket list and my own life goals. For me, the biggest takeaway, as cliché as this may sound, is this. Don't let the pursuit of success stop you from living your life. I don't ever want to look back at my life and regret not living it. The reason we feel so down in our lives sometimes may be due to the fact that we are repeating the same sequence of events, day in and day out. Work, home, sleep, repeat. Work home, sleep, repeat. When you do the same routine over and over and over, it's only natural that you begin to question whether there's a point to all of this, whether there's a point to life itself. We begin to feel trapped and disconnected from our own lives. We need to be intellectually stimulated by our work. But just as important, we also need to be stimulated physically, emotionally, and spiritually spiritually so that we may feel fulfilled. Unfortunately, our work alone, our pursuit of success alone, does not fill that void. Every once in a while, you need to open your eyes, live your life and do something that soothes you. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be life shattering. It could be as simple as taking the weekend off and doing something that gives you a sense of emotional fulfillment. For some of us, it may be visiting a state park For others, it may be skydiving. Whatever it is, do it. But most importantly, you need to make it a regular part of your life. Life is a gift. Use it wisely. If you've been enjoying listening to the podcast, it would really mean a lot to me if you could leave a review and rate the podcast. Thank you for doing that. As always, you can find the show notes for today's episode on my website at umarjang.com forward slash session 35 by the way if this episode made you want to make your bucket list a priority let me know about it i'd love to hear what you think thank you for sticking around and thank you for listening until next time please stay safe and motivated goodbye
0: thank you for listening to the motivational voice podcast
2: if you enjoyed the show please subscribe and rate it on itunes get show notes and the
1: latest blog post at omarjang.com